Hey, what's up? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Monday. Oh, he did it again. Not Sunday. How's it going? What's going on? It's not Sunday. It's Monday, August 29th. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. The show usually goes out on Sundays. And uh, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm slacking. Oh, God. I think it's just because it's the end of summer and it's the back to school season, and I'm just trying to oh, just trying to achieve balance here, people. Uh, my guilty part is is talking and squawking in my ear, saying, you know, you're supposed to be a role model or an example for these people. You you have your life together, right? You're a therapist. You, you certainly you have it all figured out. Fuck that noise. That's bullshit. Okay. Uh, I read a I read a poem on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And in the poem, it was like, it said something along the lines of, you know, you know, comedians need a place to cry and, 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 and spiritual leaders need a place to, I forget what it said. Do you, if you longtime listeners know, or if you listen to that episode, if you didn't listen to it, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but this is, um, excuse me. This is a, uh, a place to be vulnerable, to be myself to tell you how I really feel about abortion, things like that, you know, things that'll get me canceled on Twitter, which I'm not really, I'm on Twitter. I'm just not really active on Twitter and I don't, I don't really, you know, I say things at the end of the episode where it's like, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. You know, honestly, I'm really only on Instagram. Recently, I've been posting uh, impressive images of spiders. I don't know what that's about. I tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I run the trails, and this is their season. This is the time for the spiders to make all of their webs. This is why, and you know, spiders are out on Halloween. It's because this is their, you know, the bunnies come out and they fuck like bunnies in the spring. Well, the spiders are doing that in the fall, and I'm running through wrecking their webs. I'll post this on Instagram. It's not up there right now, or of course, maybe it will be by the time you listen to this. But the most terrifying and the biggest, most impressive spider I have seen. Since running these trails, I I I I can't. I was I was listening to some podcast while I, and and I don't remember who it was. Oh no, I know what it was. It was it was Joe Rogan interviewing Mark Zuckerberg, and Mark Zuckerberg says something. Maybe he's talking about the Oculus or I don't know. He says so like there's a cue to like look over to like look over to the right and i and i'm just running and i'm like i'm going to look over i'm trying i'm like i'm kind of there in the conversation i so i look over and then i what catches my eye is the biggest fucking spider i've ever seen i go over and i i'm like stepping in these uh these plants where there's no good visibility and i'm like i hope i don't step on a snake whatever i'm, I'm but i got to get close to this thing so i could take a picture of it cuz it's so fucking impressive and then you know what i forget to do Put my hand in the shot for scale. So I'm going to post this on Instagram, and it's not going to impress anyone because there's no scale. But it, I'm telling you, it's the size of, you know, what's a good quarter? How about a pick? I don't know. It's bigger than a quarter. Its body was bigger than a quarter, and its legs were all, like, tucked in and everything. So if its legs were out, I mean, just ugh. imagine running through the trails, through the woods, and that thing just lands on your face. Indiana Jones style or something. Ah. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, it was a busy, it was a busy weekend. Um, my routine has been to have episodes in the can so that I'm not late, and I've been late the last couple of weeks, and clearly I'm hung up about it. But um, yeah, it was a busy weekend. Uh, 
the lovely Kelly Glenn and I, we were we were going out on a date. Uh, I had my brother and um, sister-in-law come and watch the girls, and we went to this place in Rockville called Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurant. And, uh, you know, it was, I was on my wife's case about like, you know, I was in session on Friday and, uh, just being like, okay, am I making this reservation? Or are you, she's like, you got to make the reservation. It's like, okay, I'm doing the reservation. Are we, are we sitting outdoors, indoors up too late? I got to go to my client session. I text her. I'm like, Hey, you know, you got to make this reservation. And then she doesn't get around to it. Cause of course, naturally not, not cause of course her, but naturally there's just things pulling her in all different directions with the girls. Cause they're not back in school yet. And so anyway, push comes to shove. And it's like, well, there's no reservation. So we get there anyway. I knew. I fucking knew. Because, uh, well, that's a long story. Anyway, I fucking knew. We get there. And the guy, <laughs> the guy, we go over to the place, you know, what's it called? The host, hostess table. And the guy's like, oh, so no reservation. <laughs> the way he says it is very like, oh, what a shame to, it is to be you. It's going to be uh, 90 minutes or whatever. It's like, that's just enough time for a wine tasting. And we're over on the, the side of this, it's like, a, like I said, it's a winery and it's a restaurant. We're on the side of the place that feels like a gift shop. And I'm just like, you know, all right, give me my complimentary Prosecco or whatever. Let's go to the other side where there's a bar and it feels like I'm taking you on a fucking date and not just being upsold at the end of some attraction, you know, whatever. So we, 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 he, he says it's going to be like 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it is. We go over and, uh, you know, grab a drink. First, we go outside, and I, I'm, like, taking her out there, and I see these, uh, these, you know, there's outdoor dining, but then there's this, like, lounge area where there's chairs. It's, like, perfect. My wife's carrying her heavy purse. There's two chairs, table, solid, right? We sit down, and then someone comes over. Oh, I'm sorry. These, these chairs uh, are for my friends. So it's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm really sorry. It's like, no, no, no. It's, a, it's fine. It's totally okay. We intruded. If, these are, if you're saving these chairs for your friends, we're the intruders. Okay, no problem. So we go back in the bar. And, uh, and then, so there's this table that's open and I'm like, look, and I, I think I'm just thinking the whole time I put myself in my wife's shoes and I'm like, I don't want to be carrying some heavy purse. Right. So it's like, there's an open table, the, the place we used for, to do the reservation. Anyway, that's a side sidebar hashtag ADHD. So there's an open table and it's like, all right, let's hang the purse there and uh, let's sit here. And, um, and the, the host, some, or some other, not the host, but some other person, uh, sits, uh, this lovely couple, gay couple, uh, th- th- right next to us, lovely gentlemen. They're members of this place, and we, I like look, I look, look over there, and I'm like, they have an extra menu or something, and I'm like, you know, if I just like, if I ask them for this menu, oh, are you using this menu? And I now we actually look legit, like we're actually sat. So then I do, so we do that, and 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 I think they're like overhearing us, and uh, I, I ask him, I'm like, what would you do? You know? And he's like, I, you know, you're here, you're good. You know, you cut the line. Like I, I would, I would stay. And I was like, and I had this like guilty conscience moment where I'm like, I don't know. Is that, is that okay to skip the line? And then the, the waiter comes over. <laughs> so we're sitting there. I've got the menu. And so we look like a legit couple and, the, <laughs> and the waiter's like, ah, have you dined with us before or whatever? And I just had like, I had this, there's a, there's a interesting fun fact. There's a, um, a type of obsessive compulsive disorder, I believe Nikki Glaser has this, comedian Nikki Glaser, uh, where it's like confessional style, where there's a compulsive part where it's like, I just got to tell you like the honest truth. I, I can't I can't tell a lie or keep a secret or whatever. Um, 
paradoxically enough, paradoxically enough, I'm my job requires keeping secrets or not keeping them, holding them anyway in a confidential fashion. Anyway, so I, I the waiter comes over, and uh, and I'm like, I just got to tell you, uh, we're actually we cut the line. Um, you know, is this okay? And the waiter brilliantly, he looks to the gay couple and he's like. You know, these people that just have to tell the truth, they make me sick. <laughs> He's like giving me shit. He's roasting me in front of my wife and uh, this this lovely couple. Um, it was just funny. And uh, so the place was so coordinated. I was like, I was telling the bartender, I was like, you know, let's close the tab here because we got a seat now. And he was like, oh, we're all coordinated here. It was like ridiculous the amount of coordination they have. They all have to have like CIA Secret Service headsets or something. I don't know. Um, why did I bring that up? Uh, I don't remember. It, anyway, my my point is, uh, yeah, that's a it's a good establishment. And the fucking food was fabulous, and uh, the coordination was impressive. And I felt like an asshole. Oh, here's why. Here's why I brought it up because <laughs> I'm closing <laughs> I'm closing up the tab, and I'm being told there's no tab. It's you know it's sent over to your table. And then I see the original host who said it would be like you know 45 50 minute wait, and. And I walk over to him and I'm like, hey, I just want you to know we, we've we've uh, we've cut the line. We, we're seated now. And he's like, oh, OK, what's the name? And I'm like, Smith or Robin, you know, and he's like, OK. And I mean, this thing inside of me is like, OK, all right, cross that off. Check that. Check that box. Like, you're <laughs> I mean, what's that part afraid? What happened? Is that part afraid that we're going to be like in the middle of being served some appetizer and the host is going to come over and be like, I'm sorry, you should not be sitting there right now. <laughs> like, I mean, just imagine the situation. I, I I think it's you know you know you don't want to take someone else's if someone's been waiting and they're next in line it's it's I think it's that's the principle you don't want to cut the line you know what I'm saying God I feel like I'm extra neurotic today because I have no guest and these 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 solo shows if you're new to the show okay first of all thank you for listening I don't know how you po- folks put up with me there's so many there's I've I've got regular listeners and all over the country and I don't I don't understand this I don't understand somewhere there's value and it's blind to me right now but anyway. Most of these shows I interview, uh, but I get extra neurotic when I have only myself to talk to. So that's, you know, deal with it. Hopefully you're doing laundry or something mindless while you listen to this stuff. Anyway, uh, also this weekend was the girls, uh, my daughter's first swim lesson. And that, I mean, I got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. So, you know, the fact that they don't know how to swim yet is just a real crime, right? Like we're at a pool party some friend's pool party, and my daughter gets pushed into the pool by a friend, okay? Into the deep end. This is not the show. She doesn't know how to swim. She's pushed into the pool, man. It's like she was okay. She she went she went down, and she grabbed onto the side and pulled herself back up like the resilient young lady she is. But, like, you know, it's my job. It's my our, our job, my wife and I's job, to get these girls you know, these basic skills. So anyway, we're late to the party. We probably would have done this earlier. I can't blame the pandemic for everything, right? But anyway, better late than never, right? So we're, we're actually, I was, when I was at this place, because it's like drop the kids off and like you can go, there's a weight room, like there's a workout room. If you bring your trunks next next time, you can sit in the hot tub. Like, you know, the the, the teachers are there and the parents don't need to hang by. And, you know, fun fact for you parents out there, if you talk to any, like, kindergarten teacher or child care worker, they're all going to tell you the same fucking thing. Everyone's child's different and unique, but, like, 
roughly speaking, if you, the parent, hang around your child like too long, that only makes it worse. So, of course, I go over to the woman and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's better if we're not like sitting here with them. Like, right. And she's like, yep. She's like, no hesitation. Right. She's like, yep. And I'm like, OK, gotcha. All right. I, I don't, I'm in my church clothes. I'm not going to go work out. But I, I, you know, I go to the weight room just to get out of the line of sight of my kids so that, you know, they're they feel more confident and trusting and all that stuff. And I'm in the weight room and I even thought like, man, I have no time for this podcast. I actually pulled up my voice memos on my phone and I was like, you know, I've done this before on the show. Like, well, I may just do the podcast in the weight room. But then I just started thinking like, well, if someone comes in <laughs> and they're starting a workout and this guy's rambling neurotically about his weekend, you know, I was just, I, I couldn't do it. So I, I meditated and did some Duolingo. I learned a little Spanish in the meantime, but it was great to just have the girls doing that before are doing that for the first time for our younger one. And um, before the pandemic, our oldest one, yeah, Livy had gotten in the pool before. Um, that's also another long story, but, but I'm so glad that they got, they got in. Um, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, where are we here in the podcast? Oh, 13 minutes in. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Let's do a little, uh, let's do a, a, a read here. Um, why am I, is my computer going so slow? All right. How about, Let's talk about Ukraine, the war in Ukraine. You know, the war in Ukraine started, what, back in March, right? I mean, what, so what What month are we in? When did it start? It was March, was it not March 20th? Was it war in Ukraine? War in Ukraine update. When did it start? Hold on. War in Ukraine began February. That's what it was. That's right. Right before Alex Ribbentrop, we recorded that conversation. Great conversation, by the way. Alex Ribbentrop, shout out, psychotherapist in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Okay, so what's the math on that? Yeah, six months. We've passed the six-month mark. Uh, God damn it. I don't know. I, 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 all right, let's, let's do the read here. All right. The, the war in Ukraine is having a devastating impact on the country's 7.5 million children. Humanitarian needs are multiplying by the hour as the fighting continues. Children continue to be killed, wounded, and deeply traumatized by the violence all around them. Families are terrified, in shock, and desperate for safety. Please consider making a donation and give what you can by visiting www.unicef.org and give today. Yeah. So, traumatized children. Should we talk about that? We'll get to that. I talk about that a lot on the show. We'll get to that. But first, we have to talk a little bit about the ridiculousness it is. When I'm in my father-in-law's garden, this is a guy, okay? His dad fought in World War II. His grandfather fought in World War I. And he's the first guy who's not in a war, but he's an international guy. Actually, Jerry Glenn, you've, you know, you maybe you've heard him, right? He's been on the podcast a couple of times. Uh, he was one of my first guys. I think he's episode three, I think. And then he came back in uh, in person. Uh, he, I mean, he's just like an endless uh, treasure trove of stories anyway. But he's he wasn't fighting. But I just think about his, his family and like uh, – you know, the the men in his family and the expectation of like military culture and everything. I'm in the backyard with him and a gnat, there's a gnat that's in my, uh, I'm swatting these gnats away. And eventually I'm just like, you know, why am I at war with these gnats? Right. And, and then I'm just like, all right, just, you know, stop, 
stop shooing the gnats away. And then, of course, as soon as I stop my defenses, guess what happens? The fucking kamikaze gnat goes right into my fucking eye. And then the gnat's in my eye, and I'm like, ah, the gnat's in my eye. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just thinking about the justific- or the uh, juxtaposition of you know, the man coming from these war, war heroes, and then his son-in-law is like, oh, the gnat, oh, I got to go inside because I'm crying. I have a gnat in my eye. Anyway, it's just, it's absurd. It's absurd. Um, by the way, have any of you, uh, have any of you gone, been trapped in a car? Do you remember being a kid and you're going to uh, a, a family event and the the woman in your life, whether if you're a kid, it's maybe it's your mom uh, or, you know, as a grown up, if it's your wife, you know, just like being in a car, okay, being trapped in a car with the windows up. Okay, and someone's applying uh, nail polish. Wait, hold on. Do you hear that? Hold on. Sounds like there's a false alarm. There's some sort of mayhem going on. I might have to go. Um, Yeah, just the nail polish, you know, the smell of nail polish. I remember as a kid, you know, there's nothing I could do. Mom's putting her nail polish on. It smells awful. It smells fucking terrible. And I'm trapped in the car with it. Well, there's no escaping it because, of course, you know, my wife's going to put on nail polish in the car. I'd so much rather just be late. I'd rather just be late, you know, you know, not if it's an important event, but I'll suffer through. I think this is when I'm podcasting. I think this is when I really, really unleash the complainer in chief. Just complain about everything. That's what that's that's what you you all. Thank you. I appreciate you listening to all of my griping and grieving. Uh, Let's complain together about Trump. How about that? How about that? The missing documents, the names of spies. I think Bill Maher said, I think it was Bill Maher who said, I bet, I bet he doesn't even know what's in the, what's in the box. He was just like, this is mine. I'm taking it with me, you know? And like, I think that's a comedian's take. I mean, I think Bill actually honestly thinks that, but I'm, I, who knows? Who knows? The point is the fucking everything, everything this guy does, you, 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 especially people on the left are going to be like, Okay, now we got him. Now we got him. You know, every step of the way, there's some other, you know, obscene, absurd, insane thing that happens where it's like when he was running, it's like, oh, now he's not going to get it. You know, the grabbing by the pussy was just like the first in a long line of, of, of misses when you're firing the arrow at the target and you just, the arrow totally misses the target entirely. That was the first of such a, and now, now we're like, okay, this is the one, right? Surely he's going to get indicted. Surely. He's not a sitting president anymore. He's going to get indicted. But it's like, I think I was hearing something on Meet the Press, was it, or Face the Nation? Something like, well, I think like a a president, can a former president uh, declassify or, or can he like claim retroactively? There's a formal process of declassifying documents, but like somehow can he be like, oh, actually, I already ordered these things to be declassified, so you know, post hoc, I'm letting you know that this happened and that way, that way I don't get indicted, you know? It's like somehow this fucking guy is just going to slip through. I swear to God, nothing sticks to him. And it's like at this level of scrutiny, at this much of, of a global of a global attention, like ugh, there's got to be, you know, there's got to be justice, right? The fucking, the Taoists, is it the Taoists that wrote in the I Ching? 
you know, this idea of balance and yin yang and, you know, the mountain has a sunny side and a shadowy side and there's positive and negative. It's like the universe has to restore. Is it karma? Maybe it's the Buddhists, not the Taoists. Someone's got to restore fucking balance. And this guy's got to get his comeuppance. He's got to get him. And this has got to be it, right? And roll the clip, you know, six months from now of me blathering just like everyone else about this is this is the time. And then it's like, no, nope, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Did you all hear that we're, we're colonizing the moon, apparently? Did you hear that, that, that news story? So we're going to go back to the moon now. Okay. And we're going to go there to stay. We're not going to just uh, drop off some robots and abandon them. We're going to drop off humans and abandon them. And the reason to do that, of course, is to, you know, because we're going to go to Mars, right? And so we're going to colonize the moon. And it's also about, like, beating the Chinese before they get there, right? The south pole of the moon is where all the resources are. That's where there's apparently potentially water. Where there's water, you can make rocket fuel, Yada, yada, yada. So I, I, that's about where my knowledge ends on this stuff. And I, I've had former astrophysicist Joe Egan on the former guest of the podcast. Joe, i got to get him back on the pod and, and talk about this. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty nutty. I, you know, I wonder what you all think about I think about that. I mean, nutty. Nutty is one description. But, like, yeah, the fact that, you know, going to the moon was, like, this big thing. Uh, for our parents' generation, and then for us now, it's like, hey, we're going to go to the moon again, you know. And like, NASA, NASA's going to do this. It's not going to be private industry, right? It's going to be NASA. Um, yeah. Anyway, I should shut up before I say any uh, 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 misleading or misinformation, false falsehoods. Um, because you come to this podcast to expect trust in a, in a credible authority here. I'm only, I'm only credible when it comes to mental health stuff. Okay. So don't listen to what I say, uh, with regards to wineries or politics or, um, astrophysics. Okay. Um, I also, just a fun fact, like I also had Sinuate Media on the podcast a couple of months ago at this point, I think, um, that turned out to be a glorified vetting process um you know they they're a digital marketing agency and i came across them doing a uh, like a lunch and learn for my professional organization and i was just like hey you know you all work with small businesses and i and i you know i'm a small business owner so i'm i'm like okay well t- hypothetically what would you do in this situation okay hypothetically what would you do in that situation okay so i've spent fucking 90 minutes with them and guess what now I've hired them. So I'm working with them now. The Couple and Family Clinic is officially a business partner with Sinuate Media. We have, we have hired them, and they're going to help us turn our ship around and give our website a makeover. And uh, I'm very happy about that because when you're a small business owner and you wear 20 different hats and you can't do it all, then you drive yourself crazy. you got to fucking delegate, right? So hopefully they, they – uh, they help, you know, take out the stress and tension and because they're the, again, they're the experts and they can, you know, make, uh, make it rain, right? There's no yellow books anymore. There's no yellow books. It's all digital, right? So, you know, you're dead in the water. If you, if you, if you're a business owner and you don't show up on the first page of Google, you're, you're dead to me. Okay. Well, I'm never going to know about you. So they're going to help me do that. Um, all right. I'll tell you what, let's, Let's play another track from At The Zoo, courtesy of the one and only Mark Frankel, who was recently on the podcast, and I played a track from 
his former band at the zoo that was vision and uh, i got another one queued up for you uh this one is what is this one is politician politician so uh and i tell you what we're at where are we at 23 minutes all right uh let's stop here okay this is the podcast uh i i swear to god i'm gonna have guests back i'm just a little i mean i'm feeling the the dog days of summer and getting behind us and back to school. I'll be back to work in my, this is the thing talking about delegating, you know, it's a one man show over here. I'm doing everything. So booking guests, I've been a little lax on booking guests and, uh, got to pick that back up. So in any event, I'm going to, this is the end of the show and I'm going to leave you all with uh, politician by at the zoo. And I uh, will see you next time. My name is politician. I have the power to decide what's fair, what's good, what's wrong, what's right. Who will get the peace tonight? My name is Liberator. I have control over the world. Which laws do we use? Which laws get abused? And none of you can stop me. We've got to make our voices heard before it gets too late. We've got to take back what's our own. The system has to break. Unified, we stand up. We won't stay stronger, brothers, we need you now They call me Freedom Fighter For us all, they call me the problem. I use my eyes, but not my mind. Step in, uninvited, make things how I see fit. I don't care what it does. We've gotta make our voices heard before it gets too late. We've gotta take back what's our own. The system has to break. Unified, we stand up. We won't stay strong, our brothers. We need you now.
The Robin Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer, this podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Mm-hmm.